What's up, friends? This is episode 37 of Faith Fitness Joy, grocery shopping strategies that make staying on track easier. Over the years, I have found that one of the best ways to stay on track is to set yourself up for success in every single way possible. And one of the best ways to do this when it comes to food especially is to keep your pantry and fridge stocked up with things that are on plan for you. It makes such a world of difference in saving you time and making your life easier on top of that. So if you feel a little bit lost or overwhelmed around this, then join me in today's episode because we're going to get into how you can strategically grocery shop and stock up your kitchen to keep yourself set up for success. This is Faith Fitness Joy and I am Rochelle Weiss. Does losing weight or getting fit and healthy seem hopeless? Do you struggle with how to get started? Maybe you're tired of being on the diet and fitness roller coaster, or sometimes feel overwhelmed, depressed, and like you have somehow lost yourself in the busyness of motherhood, work, and life. Do you want to have more energy and feel more connected and happy? Do you seek a deeper connection to God? Faith, Fitness, Joy is all about achieving full health. It is about health of the body, mind, and soul for Christian moms. If you are ready to lose weight or get fit, improve your nutrition, feel better, healthier, and happier, while also strengthening and deepening your connection to God, then this is the podcast for you. All right, welcome to episode 37 of Faith Fitness Joy. Today I am sharing some of the things that I do to set myself up for success to stay on plan with food. A little planning and preparation is everything when it comes to staying on plan with your food. It is so easy to get derailed when we aren't prepared and we have no plan. Some of the things that I do monthly and weekly to keep myself on plan is I bulk buy and pre-bag proteins. Two, I stock up on my staples. And three, I don't buy any foods that are going to tempt me. So when I got divorced, I went through this period of time where it was really challenging to make ends meet. After taking on the full responsibility of all the bills on my own when my ex-husband moved out, my paycheck was spread really thin. And so it was really hard to buy groceries and I had to really be thoughtful and do really good planning to make sure that I could reach my grocery budget as like much as like I could stretch it as far as possible. And about four months after my divorce and after my ex-husband had moved out, my sister and my nephew moved in with my oldest and I because I was pregnant with my daughter at the time. So I didn't have my younger two kids yet. And we were both going through a similar situation. She was also going through kind of her own situation with her ex. And we had to get somewhat strategic about our expenses. So this led us to learning like, best ways that we could to stock up on certain staples for the month and um, just but also still have some flexibility for buying fresh food from week to week. And though this was like a really stressful time for us, it also laid a solid foundation for planning meals and keeping our costs down. And over time, we just kept with it, um, even as we both sort of increased our incomes and got different jobs and sort of acclimated to things over time. 
And later, as I got back to my nutrition and exercise after I had my youngest, I continued to follow some of these shopping approaches um, that I had learned when I was in this situation with, you know, in the wake of my divorce and when my sister was living with me. Because I found that it was also really helpful beyond just, you know, trying to make our budget stretch. Um, It's also really helpful for staying on track with my food Uh, especially when I got, you know, back to trying to work off the baby weight after I had my youngest and trying to lose weight and stay on track and all of that. So over the past maybe decade or so, I've developed some time, uh, tried and true ways to shop and stock up at home that keeps me on track. So the first thing that I do that I, that I still do this day and I swear by it because it is really, there's so many benefits to it. And that is to bulk buy and pre-bag your proteins. So there's a couple reasons for this. One, and probably the most obvious, is that it helps you to stay on plan if you keep foods that are, you know, well on plan, on hand in your house, right? Um, And this way you have options for meals and snacks that are already in your kitchen. So it just makes it easier, you know, to when that's the case. The second thing is you don't have to shop as often when you do this. And you don't have to buy like all the things, right? Every time you go shopping. So you can, your weekly grocery shops uh, can just be, you know, for a few things, for example, you're not like having to buy, you know, everything you need in your kitchen. So um, one example is that I use chicken breast and turkey in almost all my cooking, a lot of my cooking. Um, Those are kind of the main proteins that I use throughout the month and the week. And one of the things that I have found works really well for me is to bulk buy and freeze the chicken breast in particular, um, but also some other lean meats that I use aside from these. And so um, if you have like a warehouse store that you like to go to, and there's, you know, a number of different ones, but I think probably the most well-known is Costco, right? Uh, And most places probably have a Costco, but um, whatever it is for you, but that's, the one that I go to. And I recommend um, that you go and get your proteins from a store like this, where you can get kind of bigger amounts of whatever they are. And um, then you can take it home and break it down into sort of meal size amounts that you'll need and freeze it. So this is what I like to do. So one thing I do is I will, whenever I go to Costco, I will always buy one or two rotisserie chickens. I prefer to get two, but sometimes they're sold out or they don't have very many, so I'll just grab one. Um, And then what I do is I get home with, when I get home after the grocery shop, um, I'll break the rotisserie chickens down. So I remove the chicken, the skin from the chicken and toss it. And then I will have the chicken and um, get two gallon size Ziploc bags and I'll put them like in a bowl Um, And just kind of open them up so that they're, you know, propped open. I don't have to keep trying to open the sides of the bag. That way I won't get all the mess on the bag. And um, then I just break the chicken down and, you know, get all the meat off the chicken and put it in each of the bags. So half of a chicken goes in one gallon bag and the, the other half goes in the other gallon bag. And this works so well. It's such a great thing to do. Um, It saves you time later. And then you have pre-cooked chicken meat that you can use during the week um, to make quick meals. Uh, You can make things that, you know, might take all day um, if you have to cook the chicken um, in half the time because you've got your 
pre-cooked chicken meat. So um, this is great for things like tacos, enchiladas, pastas, casseroles. Um, all you have to do is pull the one of the bags out the night before you plan to use the chicken for whatever you have planned for your um, dinner that evening. So it's super easy and it just makes life easier during the week. Uh, another thing I do is I like to buy the large packages of raw chicken breast and you can get you don't have to go to Costco to get the bulk ones but they usually have bigger packages that will last me for the whole month there. Um, but there's some other um, bulk or discount stores that I've been to um, that you can get a pretty good package, like a large package of um, raw chicken breast from as well. And so it's a similar thing. I take those, I get home from the grocery store and then I will take each chicken breast and wrap it in saran wrap. This helps kind of keep it from getting like freezer burned and, you know, keeps it a little bit more um, protected when it's in the freezer. So I'll wrap each of them individually in saran wrap and then I will put between two and four in a gallon Ziploc bag. Um, and then I'll freeze the whole bag uh, and then the same thing. So depending on what you're making the next night, you just take one of the bags of the raw chicken or yeah, the chicken breasts out of the freezer and put them in the fridge. Um, and it's helpful. I always put them on the bottom um, with a bunch of paper towels underneath them. Um, just another tip there. The other thing I do is I will buy those pre-packed tilapia fillets. Um, they have certain uh, ones you can find at most grocery stores that have, they're already vacuum packed. Uh, each fillet is already kind of vacuum sealed inside the bag. So those are super helpful. Because then you can just take out what you need for a meal uh, and thaw them out. And same thing, you can take them out the night before. But I've also found like if it's on a weekend or something, you can take them out. Um, a it doesn't have to be all day because they're pretty thin. So they thaw out pretty quickly. Uh, I also like to buy the large bags of the frozen raw shrimp. And same kind of thing. They thaw pretty quick. So you can just take out what you need out of the bag. Um maybe a couple hours or so before you're going to use it or same kind of thing if it's during the work week and you're going to be at work that day you can just take them out the night before put them in a bag or a bowl in the fridge and let them thaw out and then last um i also will do this with lunch meat sometimes so as you know especially like if you go to places like costco or these bulk uh kind of warehouse stores there's usually like two packs of lunch meats that they'll sell like um they usually have like a two pack of um like turkey breast or a two pack of roast beef or ham or whatever. And they're usually way bigger than the normal amount you would get at the grocery store. And we go through them pretty quick because I use the lean, like the turkey breast in particular to get a lot of my protein in during the day. Um, Cause as you may know from some of the other episodes that I do macro tracking. So um, my protein amount is um, generally pretty high and I also kind of keep my fat amount down. So I use turkey breast a lot for that. Um, and so I go through it quickly. So I like to have the bigger packages on hand. And um, but if you don't go through them that fast, you can freeze one of the two packs and then just thaw that one out when you need it. So it's another way to like just stock up on some of these things that you're going to use throughout the month that you need throughout the month. Um, and, you know, put some of them in the freezer and then you can just pull them out as you need them instead of having to buy like all this stuff every week. So number two is stock up on staples. So similar to proteins, I like to stock up on staples that I use all the time, right? Um, things that I go through quickly or that I know, I, I mean, I almost always have 
some sort of pasta meal during the week. I almost always have some sort of Mexican meal during the week, um, usually tacos. Um, so, but uh, we also use rice a fair amount, beans. So things like this, I like to make sure I just always have them on hand. I don't like to run low on them because we go through them pretty quickly. Uh, and it just seems to make life easier when you don't have to buy all these things every single time you go to the store. So in my house, like I said, a lot of the things I always have on hand is pasta, rice, pinto beans, tomato sauce is another one. I like to use the jar or the box ones. I just think they taste better um, <laughs> and they lend themselves better to, you know, making your own red sauce and then broths, right? So I always have that stuff on hand and I have found that you can save money by buying these things in bulk, especially if, you know, you're getting them at the, like one of these warehouse stores or something versus buying like a few cans a week um, every time you go to the store. Um, and then another thing that happens, though, is like some of these things you can also find at your grocery store. And my grocery store, they do these sales quite a bit where they might have like a certain brand of pasta that you can get like four boxes for five bucks or no, something like that. Like you can get four to five boxes for $5 every so often. And every time I see that deal, I'll just grab them. Um, because I like to just, it's a good way to just stock up on pasta and, and keep it in the house. Um, so watch out for stuff like that too. And just grab it when you see it. You're saving on um, the item. And then it's a good way to just kind of stock up your pantry, right? And just make your life easier later. You don't have to, you know, shop for stuff. And we all have those nights where, um, we don't really know what we want to make, or maybe we don't have a plan. And so it's, it just really helps to have stuff in the house that you can easily throw a meal together with. So the third thing is, um, not buying things that you know are going to tempt you. Right. And so sometimes this is easier said than done. However, I can guarantee you that it is way harder to resist indulging or overindulging on things if you don't have them in your house, right? Like, um, and uh, it's also way harder to resist when they're in your house. Like, it's it's can be hard to walk by them at the store, but if you buy them kind of maybe not being honest with yourself that you won't eat that many or you'll make sure you measure it out or whatever uh, and you know that's not going to happen, then it's way harder to not, you know, to resist it when it's in your cupboard like staring at you. So if you just pass it up and leave it on the aisle at the store, you are setting yourself up for success by not having it in your house. Um, and I have so like I said, I just don't like to buy these certain things at all to avoid running into that. So for example, one of my all-time weaknesses is Cheez-Its. I don't know what it is about these freaking crackers, but I just absolutely love them. I cannot resist them. I cannot stay out of them if they're in the house. So I do not keep them in the house. I just don't buy them. Um, it just helps me. So on the flip side, it doesn't have to mean that you don't ever have any of the things that you like in your house. It's that, you know, maybe aren't considered, quote, health foods or healthy, right? Um, so, for example, there are some things that I really love that aren't, you know, necessarily healthy or health foods. But I don't really, like, I have self-control around them and I'm not going to, like, I know certain things I can eat in moderation. I can measure out a serving I can, if it fits my macros, I can, you know, make, make room for it in my day if I want to have some. 
Um, but I'm not going to like destroy my plan or go off plan from, you know, temptation of not being able to resist these certain things. Like there's some things that I can do this with. Um, and so I don't mind keeping some of those around in the house um, for times that I might want some and also for my kids because they're not, you know, they're not quote on a diet, right? So um, there's, there's some stuff that's not going to be like an absolute don't keep it in the house. This is really like more about these things that you just you really can't resist them. They're like your weakness, you know, you're going to eat it if it's there. So just don't buy it. Um, just it's just better to keep it out of your kitchen. Um, so you don't run into that. And you know, if you get to a point later where you got better self control, and it's not a thing for you anymore, great, then you know, maybe revisit it later. Um, but like I said, we all have those things that if they're around, we're going to eat them and we know this. So just don't do that to yourself. So these are some of my grocery shopping strategies um, for staying on track and making my day to day life easier. So I hope that this gives you um, some things you can try for yourself. I hope you find this helpful and you'll give it a shot in your own grocery shopping so that concludes today's episode of Faith, Fitness, Joy. I would love to hear from you. So please share your thoughts in the comments. And if you do find this helpful and you want to continue the pursuit of faith, fitness, and joy with me, please like and subscribe. And don't forget, as always, you can check me out on socials, on Facebook and Instagram. And I really hope to see you there. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for joining Faith Fitness Joy today. I hope you found something helpful in today's episode. I would love to hear what you think. So please leave a comment and let me know what you found helpful or what you'd like to learn more about in future episodes. If you enjoyed today's show, please subscribe. You can also connect with me on social media at Faith Fitness Joy on Instagram or Facebook. Check out the blog at www.faithfitnessjoy.com. This is Rochelle Weiss wishing you health and happiness of mind, body, and soul.